0: As a Man Thinketh by James Allen, Visions and Ideals. The dreamers are the saviors of the world. As the visible world is sustained by the invisible, so men, through all their trials and sins and sordid vocations, are nourished by the beautiful visions of their solitary dreamers. Humanity cannot forget its dreamers. It cannot let their ideals fade and die. It lives in them. It knows them as the realities which it shall one day see and know. Composer, sculptor, painter, poet, Prophet, sage, these are the makers of the afterworld, the architects of heaven. The world is beautiful because they have lived. Without them, a laboring humanity would perish. He who cherishes a beautiful vision, a lofty ideal in his heart, will one day realize it. Columbus cherished a vision of another world, and he discovered it. Copernicus fostered the vision of a multiplicity of worlds and a wider universe, and he revealed it. Buddha beheld the vision of a spiritual world of stainless beauty and perfect peace, and he entered into it. Cherish your visions, cherish your ideals, cherish the music that stirs in your heart, the beauty that forms in your mind, the loveliness that drapes your purest thoughts, for out of them will grow all delightful conditions, all heavenly environment of these, if you but remain true to them, your world will at last be built. To desire is to obtain, to aspire is to achieve. Shall man's basest desires receive the fullest measure of gratification and his purest aspirations starve for lack of sustenance? Such is not the law. Such a condition of dream of things can never obtain. Ask and receive. Dream lofty dreams, and as you dream, so shall you become. Your vision is the promise of what you shall one day be. Your ideal is the prophecy of what, of what you shall at last unveil. The greatest achievement was at first for a time was at first and for a time a dream. The oak sleeps in the acorn, the bird waits in the egg, and the highest vision of the soul awakening angel stirs. Dreams are the seedlings of realities. Your circumstances may be uncongenial, but they shall lo- shall not long remain, so if you perceive an ideal and strive to reach it, you cannot travel within and stand still without. Here is a youth hard pressed by poverty and labor, confined long hours in an unhealthy workshop, unschooled and lacking all the arts of refinement, but he dreams of better things. He thinks of intelligence, of refinement, of grace and beauty. He conceives of, mentally builds up an ideal condition of life, the vision of a wider liberty and a larger scope takes possession of him. Unrest urges him to action and he utilizes all his spare time and means, small though they are, to the development of his late latent powers and resources very soon so altered has his mind become that the workshop can no longer hold him it has become so out of harmony with his mentality that it falls out of life as a garment is cast aside and with the growth of opportunities which fit the scope of his expanding powers he passes out of it forever years later we see this youth as a full-grown man We find him a master of certain forces of the mind, which he wields with worldwide influence and almost unequaled power. In his hands, he holds the cords of gigantic responsibilities. He speaks, and lo, lives are changed. Men and women hang upon his words and remold their characters, and sunlike, he becomes fixed and luminous center around which innumerable destinies revolve. He has realized the vision of his youth. He has become one with his ideal. And you too, youthful reader, will realize the vision, not the idle wish, of your heart. Be it base or beautiful, or a mixture of both, for you will always gravitate towards that which you secretly most love. Into your hands will be placed the exact result of your own thoughts. You will receive that which you learn, no more, no less. Whatever your present environment may be, you will fall, remain, or rise with your thoughts, your vision, your ideal you will become as small as your controlling desire as great as your dominant aspiration in the beautiful words of Stanton Kirkman Davis you may be keeping accounts and presently you shall walk out of the door for that out of the door that for so long has seemed to you the barrier of your ideals and shall find yourself before an audience the pen still behind your ear the ink stains on your fingers and then there shall pour out the torrent of your inspiration You may be driving sheep, and you shall wander the city, bullock, and open-mouthed, shall wander under the intrepid guidance of the spirit into the studio of the master, and after a time he shall say, I have nothing more to teach you. And now you have become the master, who did so recently dream of great things while driving sheep. You shall lay down the saw in the plain to take upon yourself the regeneration of the world. The thoughtless, the ignorant... The indolent, seeing only the apparent effects of things and not the things of themselves, talk of luck, of fortune, and of chance. Seeing a man grow rich, they say, How lucky he is. Observing another become intellectual, they exclaimed, How highly favored he is. And noting the sanity character, and noting the saintly character and wide influence of another, they, they remark, How chance aids, aids him at every turn. They do not see the trials and failures and struggles which these men have voluntarily encountered in order to gain their experience, have no knowledge of the sacrifices they have made, of the undaunted efforts that have been put forth, of the faith they have exercised, and they might overcome the apparently insurmountable and realize the vision of their heart. They do not know the darkness and the heartaches. They only see the light and the joy and call it luck. They do not see the long and arduous journey, but only behold the pleasant pleasant goal and call it good fortune but do not understand the process only to perceive the result and call it chance in all human affairs there are efforts and there are results and the strength of the effort is the measure of the result change is chance is not gifts powers material intellectual and spiritual possessions are the fruits of effort they are thoughts completed objects accomplished and visions realized the vision that you glorify in your mind the ideal that you enthrone in your heart, this you will build your life by, this you will become. Serenity. Calmness of mind is one of the beautiful jewels of wisdom. It is the result of long and patient effort and self-control. Its presence is an indication of ripened experience and of more than ordinary knowledge of the laws and operations of thought. A man becomes calm in the measure that he understands himself as a thought evolved being, for such knowledge necessitates the understanding of others as the result of thought, and he develops the right understanding and sees more and more clearly the internal relations of things by the action of cause and effect. He ceases to fuss and fume and worry and grieve and remains poised, steadfast, serene. The calm man, having learned how to govern himself, knows how to adapt himself to others, and they, in turn, reverence his spiritual strength and feel that they can learn of him and rely upon him. The more tranquil a man becomes, the greater his success, his influence, and his power for good. Even the ordinary trader will find his business prosperity increase as he develops a greater self-control and equanimity, for people will always prefer to deal with a man whose demeanor is strongly equable. The strong, calm man is always loved and revered. He is like a shade-giving tree in a thirsty land or a sheltering rock in a storm. Who does not love a tranquil heart, a sweet-tempered, balanced life? It does not matter whether it rains or shines or what changes come to possessing these blessings, for they are always sweet, serene, and calm. That exquisite, exquisite, poise of character, which we call serenity, is the last lesson of culture, the fruitage of the soul. It is as precious as wisdom, more desired than gold, yea, even fine gold. How insignificant mere monkey-seeking looks in comparison with a serene life, a life that dwells in the ocean of truth beneath the waves, beyond the reach of tempests, into the eternal calm. How many people we know who sold their lives, who ruin all that is sweet and beautiful by explosive tempers, who destroy their poise of character and make bad blood. It is a question whether the great majority of people do not ruin their lives and mar their happiness by lack of self-control. How few people we meet in life are well-balanced, who have that exquisite poise which is characteristic of the finished character. Yes, humanity surges with uncontrolled passion, is tumultuous with ungoverned grief, is blown out by anxiety and doubt. Only the wise man, only he whose thoughts are controlled and purified, makes the winds and the storms of the soul obey him. Tempest-tossed souls, wherever ye may be, under whatsoever conditions ye may live, know this. In the ocean of life, the isles of blessedness are smiling. The sunny shore of your ideal awaits your coming. Keep your hand firmly upon the helm of thought. In the the bark of your soul reclines the commanding master. He does not sleep. Wake him. Self-control is strength. Right thought is mastery. Calmness is power. Say unto your heart, Peace, be still. Thank you, Jenna. Thank you.